before I dive into this episode, I want to invite you to a free live workshop with me. It's June 13th, and the topic is bad managers. I love this topic. I know you probably don't, yet you need to know the types of bad managers and what to do because you might have some mediocre leaders on your teams. Please check it out. It's June 13th. It's free to everyone. You just need to go to awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Once again, awesomeleader.com slash bad dash managers. Hope to see you there. Has someone ever said to you that your goals should all be tough? They all need to be stretch goals, like really big things you're going to do. If not, they're not worth it. Okay, now if anybody's ever said that to you, going to tell you the truth now, you know I tell it straight. They are feeding you a line. They are telling you something that is wrong. It's a myth. That's a goal-setting myth. The idea that you always have to have big goals or stretch goals. I don't want you to be misled as you develop your goal-setting muscles. So in this episode, I'm going to poke some holes at things. There are five common myths on goal-setting. I'm going to break them down, and this information is going to help you set better goals for yourself and for your team. I'm Lila Bullingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, it's possible. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. And you get a little bit of that because in this podcast, you get to experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of The Leadership Shot. I'm Lila Blingtown. I'm excited to talk to you about goals. And I'm thinking you may not be as excited as I am. That's okay. Let's just start with the fact that goals seem really simple as a topic and as a concept, yet they're tough. They're tough to set, keep track of, and to meet. I think very few people are going to argue with that. And if it were easy, everyone would be meeting their goals, right? We'd all be rock stars at goal setting. And also, we'd probably be in better physical shape because at the beginning of the year or any time when we decide to set a goal to get in shape or to exercise more, we would actually do it. Now, because goal setting is tough and takes work, consistent work, I see many leaders who don't even go there. They give up. And that's because they believe in some of the common myths around goals. And they fail to consider how impactful goal setting can be. It's actually something that you have to do to be a leader, really. So let's get going and bust some myths around goals. There are five common myths around goals I want you to get out of your head. These are things I feel many leaders believe in falsely and it holds them and their teams back. I'll read each of them to you quickly and then I'll walk you through each one. Number one, Your goals should be tough or a big stretch. If not, they're not worth it. Number two, goals only apply to hard skills, not soft skills like teamwork, communication, or problem solving. Number three, it's best if you keep your big goals secret. Don't tell anybody. Number four, setting goals hampers or stifles creativity. If you set goals, you will restrict yourself. You won't be open to risk, innovation, creativity. 
And the fifth one, number five, you need to reach all of your goals. Okay, let's just poke a hole in each of these myths one by one and get to the truth about goals. First myth that I mentioned to you, your goals should be tough or a big stretch. If not, they're not worth it. False, you know, these are all going to be false. So stretch goals are goals that at times seem impossible or far out of reach. They are goals that are too high, too tough, or too out of reach, and you seem like you're never going to get them. So these types of goals overall demotivate people. You can have a stretch goal. If you've got five goals for a quarter, one of them could be a stretch goal. Goals should push you, but they shouldn't bend or break you. If all of your goals are ones where you're like, I'm never going to get there, you're going to lose motivation fast. And you're also not going to be able to get an idea of what you're progressing or how you're progressing against a goal. All right. Number two, second myth I want to bust. Goals only apply to hard skills, not soft skills like teamwork, communication, and problem solving. That's false. You can use goal-setting strategies to tackle hard skills, such as computer programming or speaking a foreign language. The same strategies apply to what are called soft skills, skills that are less tangible to identify and not specific to a certain career or role. They are misnamed as soft skills, which really deflates the value of them. They include skills such as emotional intelligence, as you know, one of my favorite topics, collaboration, communication, problem solving, managing conflict, and resilience, and many more. All those things sound really important, right? They're not soft. (laughs) We call them soft skills. They're practical people collaboration skills. And you can use goal-setting strategies to create goals around what we commonly call soft skills. Myth number three. It is best if you keep those big goals a secret. Don't tell anybody. False. I want you to share your big goals, including the scary ones. Bring someone into your confidence around those goals for your role. The ones that make you feel a little nervous, yet you know they're important. You know that they are crucial. Instead of assuming that it's going to be embarrassing or bad or wrong to share these goals, assume that people will want to support you, especially if those goals are related, which they would be because they're work goals, to your work, to your role. If you keep your aspirations a secret, others will not be able to support you and coach you. And your intentions in working in those areas won't be clear. So if you've got some big goals and aspirations, look around you. Who's supporting you? Which peer? Hey, or your manager or a friend or someone in your personal life. Share with them what that big goal is. Don't keep it a secret between you and yourself. All right, myth number four. Setting goals hampers or stifles creativity. If you set goals, you will restrict yourself. You won't be open to risk, innovation, and creativity. You know what I'm going to say. That's false. Setting goals gives you more crayons to work with versus fewer. All right? You aren't boxing yourself in or restricting creativity when you set goals. Think of it as opening yourself up to more ideas. If you have a huge project coming up, You could brainstorm and whiteboard forever if you don't have a goal on when you're actually going to put those ideas in order, prioritize them, think about resources, think about first steps. You may actually be drawing with crayons, being at the whiteboard, working on all of that for much longer than you need to be. So I really don't think goal setting hampers or stifles creativity. In a way, actually, setting goals around it, especially a timeline, probably puts necessary and good pressure on you to take something that seems very intangible and where you're trying to innovate 
and be creative and put some pressure on you. Put a little heat under your rear at your feet, however you imagine that heat. Final myth to bust. Number five, you need to reach all of your goals. Otherwise, you're just not a success. You know that's false. And it should be obvious, but I find it isn't a plain fact to many people. You're not going to reach all your goals. If you've reached all your goals up to this point, I just want to let you know in the future, it's not always going to be that way. There is no rule or best practice that states that you must reach all of your goals. No way. Instead, I really want you to think about the goals that you can accomplish. There's pressure, but it's not overwhelming. So think about keeping your goals to be between five and seven at any given time, maybe just five and seven in a quarter or a year in order to keep the number you're tackling easy to manage and also easier to memorize for you to actually know what you're working on. It's top of mind. All right, bonus myth I want to bust for you. The higher you go up the ladder, the less important goals become. Whoa, biggest false ever from me. False. It doesn't matter what role you have. You need some guidance on what to achieve next. I regularly coach C-suite leaders as they define their goals. And misconceptions around goal setting confuses and surrounds them too. They feel in a way that as they progress in their career, in their title, make more money, bigger company, bigger team, all those things that they really don't have to have goals, that it just kind of happens. Don't allow this to hold you back either. It doesn't matter what role you have, you need goals. Okay, I want you to consider how some of these myths might be making it hard for you to embrace goal setting. And remember, just like starting a new exercise routine, which as I referred to at the beginning is often a goal that many of us set at many times in our lives or maybe in January usually, beginning of the year, goal setting can seem like a huge undertaking. In the end, though, you're going to be glad that you did it. Remember that you need to care about goals and do a better job setting and refining them because you're the leader. You're the awesome leader. Your team needs your guidance so they can write their own goals, which then connect to your goals and the team's goals overall and the department function, the company's goals. Now, if you don't have team or function goals, it's difficult for your direct reports, and I know many of you are managing managers, managing big functions, it's difficult for them to write their own goals. So think about the goals you have for yourself, for your direct reports, for your team, how are things connecting? They're rolling up, rolling down, they're cascading. And by the way, if you think that you just put it into a goal-setting system or you just write it down and somehow in Asana or in any kind of system you're using, it's going to get done, no. You actually have to have the conversation to make sure that you're getting closer to goals and obviously reviewing and refining them. All right, now this is the first in a series of three episodes on goals. The next episode is about SMART goals. I'm going to give you a refresher lesson on SMART goals. If you're thinking that you don't need to listen to a refresher on SMART goals, I want to challenge you because this definition is so easy, specific, measurable, action-oriented line, realistic, time band, that I think the ease of the acronym makes people feel that what they write just automatically turns to gold and is a SMART goal. So I want to challenge you to pull out your goals, the current ones you have, and confirm that they have most, if not all, the elements of SMART. My guess is, not doubting you, I know you're amazing, my guess is, though, that they're not all smart. I've never met a leader who couldn't refine their goals a bit more. And that bit more time, that time we spent together was useful in adding clarity and conviction to their goals. Who didn't find it useful to spend just 15 minutes a month 
just a month thinking about their current goals and how they're aligned with the organizational goals and how to revise and tweak. So if you haven't spent 15 minutes in the last month thinking about your goals, I want you to join me for the next episode. Thanks for listening. And if you ever have any feedback or questions, please reach out to me at podcast at awesomeleader.com. I will talk to you again soon. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free resources and monthly webinars, all free for you to participate in. Also, if you want to learn more about how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. Thank you.